My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to your program Qalbun Salim. Being sound heart, I'm your host Yasmina Peterson. We are speaking about where is my heart and especially looking at the attachments this time around in terms of where your heart is. And speaking to us more on that, we are now joined in studio by two beautiful ladies. That is Rehana Mali. She's the first year Daru Naim student as well as the youth mentorship program under the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation as well as Dakira Adams and she is a second year Daru Naim student as well as a youth mentorship program under Light Upon Light Women's Foundation. Assalamu alaikum to you. How are you doing this afternoon? I think we won. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's just getting more exciting. Alhamdulillah. How are you doing, Dakira? I'm fine. Alhamdulillah. I'm just with nerves. <laughs> There's really nothing to be nervous about. However, we are speaking about the attachments, inshallah. And, and first of all, in terms of looking at attachments, I feel that most of us, we attached our hearts to dunya and not to ahra. So maybe if you want to start off, inshallah. Yes, definitely. Rabbi Shahri Sadli wa Yasimli Amri wa Akhtar Ubeda Tamil Lisani of Kowli. I think to begin, maybe if we can just define attachments and what attachment is. So basically, attaching yourself to something is giving something, whether it's inanimate or animate. Is that the same thing? No. You know, like whether it's something physical, a person or a being, or if it's something like your phone or a TV series, something like that, giving it meaning in your life. And basically attaching yourself is that when it's present, you're okay and you who you are, but as soon as that thing leaves your life or it's gone for a period of time, you feel like you're not yourself anymore. So basically you're, making, you're giving meaning to something that isn't really part of you. So there's many different types of attachments. You get attachments such as like your drugs and your alcohol. Many people, they depend on that to sort of get this high in life. And then you get you get physical attachments such as money and um, like you know when people are like oh they need to go gym that because they need to have big muscles that comes for part of beauty that's also an attachment and I think more importantly for our age I think the biggest attachment that we feel right now is the attachment to people so I mean the people around you your friends your family and then you at that age with the youth they seeking this companionship so they sort of latch onto their best friend or the special friend that they have and they attach themselves to it. So everything this person does, it's a, it affects him in a way. And I think that's all dunya stuff. Like, we really need to, we need to remember that everything that happens here, every challenge, every experience that comes up, it all has a purpose. And sometimes we don't realize this purpose. Mm. So sometimes we can attach ourselves to people in a good way, where they're encouraging us to do good. And sometimes we attach ourselves to, to our friends in a bad way, where, where we follow them in, in societies, you know, we follow them. And your friends are going to the movies with guys, so you're going to go to the movies with guys. Your friends are listening to music, they're going to the Justin Bieber concert. So, <laughs> oh, I'm also going to go with, <laughs> even though that's not really what you do. So those are all forms of, like, bad attachments. And I think, like, in terms of dunya and ahira, we need to realize that this dunya is so temporary, and people are saying it over and over and over, but I don't think we really realize how little time we have here. I mean, I can be sitting here today and on my way home, all of a bird, something might happen, and I might not be here tonight. Um, and I think the only permanent structure in our life is definitely our deen, and Allah is the most permanent being in our life. 
And I mean, in terms of being a human, we want this permanent thing in our life. So why is it not? Why is it that we're not working on this relationship with this permanent being and to get to the permanent place, which is obviously Jannah and So mm-hmm. there's like there's no time there. Like like my mind is actually <laughs> so boggled at the fact that like Allah creates time, and in this dunya there's time. But I mean, once we get to Jannah and there's going to be like no time. It's eternal. And I mean, I was telling that you know, like I don't even know if I'm going to have my birthday, and if I do, like, when do I celebrate it? Because is there going to be a 17th of January in January? <laughs> I think I just gave my well. birthday away. <laughs> like, okay, but like, like the thing is that we attach ourselves to all these things in the junior that's so temporary, and we have no guarantee in life, literally, um, whether it's going to be here forever or how long we're going to have it. Whether it's going to be two, we're going to have it for two minutes, two days, five days a week, a month, five years. Like especially in terms of a job. People, they, they, they attach themselves to the career and everything is career-driven. And you know, once you're done with high school, you're going to study for that seven years to become a doctor. And after that, you're going to specialize. And then you're going to get a job and you're going to have your own practice and everything. And when it doesn't happen, when none of it happens because, you know, you know maybe you don't like, get accepted for the course you want to do. And then it's like, the world's done. Like, what do mm-hmm. I do now? I wanted mm-hmm. to do that. So that is an attachment because you're attaching yourself to this, to this idea that you want things to go like that in the future. But there's no, absolutely no guarantee, and the only guarantee that you have is making that to Allah and allowing, and you know, making that to Allah, asking Allah that, you know, Allah, this is what I want. Maybe can can this be what like what happens in the future to take that out? And we solely need to depend on Allah. But at the moment, we're just depending on ideas and our thoughts and what we want out of life, forgetting that you know we plan and we plan that Allah is the best of planners. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Dakira, you want to latch on, inshallah. I wanted to say that um, with um, attachments, it also can be with social media because through social media, we're always constantly seeing people update their profiles with this new latest car or the latest iPhone or any materialistic thing and we're always desiring for something more and through that desire, we're always going to want to attach ourselves more and more to the dunya because we're going to strive for more instead of being content with what we have. Shukran so much for that. We are focusing on where is my heart in the subtopic being attachments and we have in studio still Rehana Mali as well as Dakira Adams. Now just before the ad break, uh, Rehana was speaking about attachments and defining what attachments are. However, we are going to be branching in a little bit more into the segment as well as as the topic, inshallah, being attachments. Zakira, Rehana, Bismillah. So, as I was saying about social media, I feel that how can we be stable when we are holding on to inconsistent and perishable items in the sense that every time we're going to have to update what the social media pre- like pressurizes us into in seeing like okay I'm gonna have the latest phone and I'm gonna have the latest clothes and that can sometimes put pressure on parents because now the child comes home and the child says mommy but I have, my friend is having this on today and I want this tackies or I want this clothes but in actual fact then they're never gonna be content because how can we ever be content when we're not content we Allah, like Allah teaches us that with contentment lies by Him. So with us understanding who Allah is 
it will help us to define and try to become content inshallah inshallah and also rehana just on that note just before we heading into social media you mentioned a very important point and that is in terms of we don't realize that we need to make dua to allah for akhirah do you find that it is because of the fact that we are still young we don't think of the fact that we can die tomorrow it definitely is it definitely does like play a role in the way we see life and going forth um just in terms of what takir was saying about attachments and you know social media we tend to live this double life mm-hmm. so you attach to wanting your life to look a certain way when in actual fact you're not facing reality and what what your life like you actually just going to be like what is my life now what am i doing what do i want to do where does allah want me to be and what do i do in order to get to him and all these things like last week leila and antirusha and they were talking about distractions yes. and it all ties in because the dunya like there's so many distractions out there there's your cell phone there's your friends friends are a big row like they can either be like there's a hadith that goes something to the effect that um you are the religion of your friend yes of your friend so either it's that you in an environment that's going to be toxic for you or you in an environment that's going to be beneficial for you and like there's so many distractions even if in if you are in a good environment right and these distractions they definitely pull you in and they cause you to get attached to this dunya so everything that happens you like all for this world and you don't really think of the year after it's only once you find like your your proper friends your wali's your friends that bring you closer to allah that encourage you to do good that you know guys it's asr now let's go to the mosque oh this is talk tonight about friends we had a, a workshop now yeah, over the last few week. weeks well within our hearts it was aimed at 13 to 25 year old girls and it was basically about all the challenges and it was actually it actually ties in really nicely because well within our hearts we we tackled things like male relationships and relationship with your father we tackled sinning and you know just getting back to Allah and the idea was that we wanted this to battle and fight this war within our hearts so that now coming to Ramadan I mean last week Ramadan was close but today it's like even closer it's yes. like a few days mm-hmm. away and we don't even know if we're going to get and we need to cleanse our heart before we get to Ramadan like a lot of the time we think oh yes i need Ramadan i need Ramadan to cleanse my heart but we don't realize that you know when something is dirty when you stain when you make coffee on your on your white shirt you first go to the tap and you clean it off a bit and you wash it with the soap then you throw it in the washing machine and it comes out clean so exactly the same way with Ramadan you first need to dust off all that dust uh, all the dust off your heart cleanse your heart a bit first before you go into Ramadan so that Ramadan you can do like this proper cleansing and then when you come out of Ramadan you have this clean heart inshallah I think that um, with that it reminds me of the ayah that says verily never will Allah change the condition of a people and and unless they change the conditions within themselves so that's it Arad verse number 11 and I feel that if we don't change the conditions with ourselves then how is Allah gonna facilitate that for us because we're not desiring that we're not going to go and seek knowledge beyond what we have already so that's important for us to to get that knowledge to fulfill ourselves inshallah shukran so much for that we are speaking about attachments in the topic where is my heart Rehana as well as Zakra has mentioned a few attachments as well as giving I'd say examples of attachments but for now they are going to be branching in a bit deeper into attachments so I leave it up to the ladies I want to quote this part of Yasmin Mujahid's book where it says that this world can't break you unless you give it the permission and it can't own you unless you hand it the keys unless you give it your heart 
And so, if you have handed those keys to the dunya for a while, take them back. This isn't the end. You don't have to die here. Reclaim your heart and place it by the rightful owner, Allah. I think what, like, oh, that's a book. Obviously, the um, our workshops and everything, we base it on, on books and we read books. So this book, it's as you can reclaim your heart, right? Um, so I think just in terms of that, like, it's very important because something can't hurt you unless you allow it to. So if if some if somebody leaves your life or um, yeah if, okay for example if somebody leaves your life why is it that it impacts you so much? It's again like I said at the beginning you place meaning um, to this person being in your life maybe too much meaning that it affects you so much now that they're gone it's like um, they were happy you had this, you were on this temporary high because they uh, you were happy you felt like yourself but as soon as they left you felt like a completely different person which isn't. It's normal to extent, but I mean, that's not the ideal life you want to live. You want mm-hmm. to depend solely on yourself and Allah for your happiness. Because, I mean, through happiness and through success, really, it ultimately lies with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and your relationship with Him and what you're doing to attain Jannah and the end goal. Because ultimate success is Jannah, inshallah. And I think we really need to realize that because success, happiness and success, society really defined it in a way that's very temporary and in this world. Like, you're happy if you have the latest phone, you're happy if you get married and have children, you know, you have a lot of money, you have the, like this car and everything, but that's not really happiness because you can have all those things, but inside you can still feel very empty, which isn't actually happiness. Happiness is being content, knowing what you, um, what Allah wants from you and things like that. Like, like I don't mention, contentment only lies with Allah and, you know, being content with everything that He gives you now and, and not in the future and not in the past, like you need to... And I think also with the youth, they never really see the end goal. They only see what's going to make me happy in the dunya and what's going to satisfy my nafs in this dunya. So they never really see like the pleasures of like knowing what Allah wants for us and knowing that by pleasing Allah, Jannah is our ultimate goal and that we're going to receive that. But by not suppressing our nafs now and just thinking, I'm just going to buy me that phone or buy me this new car because I want it, because I just want that, because I feel that I want it. It's never going to really benefit us because at the end of the day, Allah's going to question us about that. Allah's going to question us about the materialistic things that what we used our money for and how we used our money and especially with Ramadan coming up now Allah is going to ask us like Allah doesn't ask us out of all the other months Allah make, made this month to be that it has so much barakah in the sense of giving out charity going out to different communities doing charity work and I feel that it's I feel like it's very important for us to benefit in this month because out of all the months maybe this month can be the climax to you changing your life inshallah and I think we also need to be honest with ourselves I mean if there's something that you're not feeling well with or that's causing you pain or hurt or discomfort or you're crying at night because of this thing only you know that only you know what somebody said to you or if if you didn't get something, the good mark that you want in your test that hurts you and stuff like that. So you need to be honest with yourself and you need to realize that all this pain and this discomfort and this uneasiness, and you know, in your heart, sometimes you're just lying in your bed and you're like, yo, there's something wrong with my heart, but you don't know what it is. There is something there. Like, Allah gives us signs and you might not realize it, but this is a sign to Allah that He wants you to give it up. If it's causing you hurt or discomfort, give it up and see what it is. It might just be that this thing, uh, like, 
that is not actually good for you, even though you think it is. And Allah knows best what's good for you and what's not good for you. So maybe this is just his sign of saying, you know, just give it up for a little bit and see how you feel. And Alhamdulillah, you'll feel much better about it. So like, especially I think like in terms like my phone cracked. This was my phone that cracked like in the past two years or whatever. Um, and many times and I'm just like, it falls and I cracked it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my screen, daddy fix it, daddy fix it. And I'm just like, can I get a new phone? And Alhamdulillah, like, I think like, of, over the f- past few years, like, I think I've actually learned something that like, it's dunya stuff. And a lot of times we joke about it and we say, oh, it's dunya stuff. And then we get there where we cry about it. But I mean, my phone fell on Friday, it fell off my lap in the garage. And I picked it up and I didn't even look at it because I knew it was correct. Like something just told me it was correct. <laughs> and I put it on my lap and I carried on writing because I was talking that night at that program. I carried on writing and I needed to search something. And then I looked at my phone and I realized how bad it was. And I was just like, inna lilai wa inna lilai rajoon. Like maybe this was all I didn't want me to be here. Uh, like at this moment, maybe all I didn't want me to sit here or do my speech so last minute. Um, and I thought back like, what is it? What is it that caused this? Like, is it because I attached myself? And I mean, I didn't want to attach myself to a phone, so that was the first thing I said, like, in Allah, everything, like, it belongs to Allah and to Him, it returns. Not that my phone is, like, a person or anything. But I mean, for any calamity, you just say, in Allah, and I let it go. And people have been telling me over and over, when are you going to get it fixed? Even doctor asked me, like, when am I going to get it fixed? Am I going to get it fixed? And I didn't want to give myself that satisfaction of just spending, like, money and fixing my phone. Because why do I, it's still working, so why do I need to fix it? So I think we need to be honest with ourselves and actually like look at everything that we have in life and like sort of say, okay, no, this has no value in my life. Do I need Because I can easily spend money on my phone, whereas in, you know, I can always spend money in a, on a Ramadan program and feed the poor or something like that. It's so much better. So I think like in terms of that, um, if there is something that happens, something bad or something causes you pain or harm, you need to realize that maybe this is a sign from Allah that you need to change something, maybe something better you can do with your time that you're spending um, on this thing or on this person. And just give it up because, you know, ultimately Allah, He is your protector and He's your guardian and whatever you do, He's going to be there. If it goes right or wrong, He's always there to turn back to. And like I said, you can always talk to Him. And uh, yeah, so I think definitely like just detaching yourself, like you yourself need to detach yourself from things, whether it be your phone, whether it be your CDs, music, um, your social media with it be a person. Children. Yes, <laughs> and children. Right. Sound heart. Dakra made an important statement in terms of attaching oneself to children and we think that you know we have children and Allah has gifted us the children but we don't realize that once Allah takes the children that the children actually belong to Allah. However, I'm going to be allowing Dakra to elaborate on that further inshallah Dakra Bismillah. So with children I feel that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gifted our parents as tools for, for them to take care of us. So parents need to realize that we're just a gift for them and we're just a manat that they need to follow and that they need to raise us in the best that they can do. And like I feel that it's important that sometimes parents make their children everything and everything is about their parents, like everything is about their children and they make their children their lives when they're supposed to make the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala their lives. So for me, I feel like 
Alhamdulillah, I've grown up in a very good household and my parents always used to tell me, I'm just here to look after you. Allah just gave me this job to look after you. And I think that that awareness made me feel content when I, when my granny passed away because that for me, I felt like this is where that, like she went to where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted her and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needed her. And so I feel that when we have those calamities where we have death in our families or when we're facing hardship in our lives, that we can just say, Inna ilayhi wa inna ilayhi raji'un and it will put that contentment in our hearts. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I think like we've been talking about attachments and what attachments are we defined attachments we spoke about false attachments and everything for the younger people about the social media and the name brands and also now for the older listeners in terms of the children and that the children are actually a gift from Allah and they will return to back to Allah soon but I think we didn't really mention how to overcome these attachments like what yes. do you do when you have an attachment and you need to get rid of it because I mean getting rid of attachment maybe I shouldn't use the word getting rid of it but overcoming these attachments is not a bad thing like if you have a friend and you know sometimes you grow apart from people but the, all, the, all your memories and everything that you did together are sort of holding you guys together it's attachment because you can't let go even though this relationship isn't benefiting you maybe it's causing you misery you feel like oh no I have to hold on to this person because they have so much meaning in your life but I mean Allah brings people together and he brings, takes people apart as well and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that perhaps that perhaps these lessons learned that you learned from this person um, maybe and sometimes I feel like my to cut your words, but sometimes I feel that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us on a certain journey so that we can better ourselves and so that we can go back to those friends that maybe aren't on those paths that we are following now and so that we can go to them and maybe be on like a better basis with them in helping them get to the path where we want where we all want to be inshallah. And I think yeah. like it's very important like in terms of attachments to actually identify your attachments. So you need to admit to yourself that hey I'm spending way too much time watching series or I'm spending way too much time watching movies that shouldn't be taking up my whole day. Maybe one movie a week, okay, I'm not saying watch one movie a week, but for example, if you're doing five movies a day, there's something wrong with that. It's attachment that you have, it's this addiction. I mean, I think attachment is just a really nice word for addiction. Um, and so firstly, you need to admit it to yourself. Then you need to seek guidance. So the best person really, or the best being to seek guidance from is Allah. So you need to take that step towards Allah and ask Allah to help you. And also I feel like once you know Allah better and you know what He's capable of, which is amazing things and everything, like our mind can't even comprehend, um, we will come to understand like His power. And now, even though we feel like we can't live without this thing now, Maybe tomorrow it's that Allah cuts it out of your life completely and you're okay with it. It, doesn't, it can be a lengthy process, it can be a short process, it's all dependent on you and Allah. And I think that in this process you're obviously learning and automatically once you learn more about your religion and what's best for you and you learn about Allah, um, you automatically become more aware of what's good for you and what's bad for you and what you need to do to attain happiness and success, which we said earlier on only lies with Allah and it's dependent on your relationship with Allah. So I think. An easy way to detach yourself from those things that you want to is to turn to Allah. Like, like you come from Allah, you go back to Allah. So in the middle, like, you know, when, when you start something, you say your intention. At the end, you say your intention. So in the middle, you need to say your intention as well. So, like, at the beginning of your attachment, you're getting to the end, now you want to close it off. You need to go back to the original source, and the original source is Allah. 
So um, definitely working on that relationship with Allah will really help you to break attachment, mm-hmm. definitely. We have about a few minutes left to the program, like the clock at 3.58. And now we are going to be asking the ladies to give a final end off uh, for the program, inshallah. Dakira, anything that you have prepared? Rehana, anything that you have prepared? You can go first, Nishal. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, like, Eliane, in terms of just advice that we're talking about, like this whole segment, it's sort of been advice to ourselves, firstly, um, because the more we talk about it, the more we realize how pertinent this topic is in our life. And, like, amazingly, this morning, one of our teachers, Alhamdulillah, al he did surah asr with us and i didn't realize like how perfectly it ties in until i was actually thinking about it so inshallah i'll just go through that and what he said and then you can see how it ties in inshallah so well asr inna linsana la fi khusr right um allah says that by time um surely really man is lost so definitely like the more time you have in your hands the more things you have to do so you need to be careful with what that is you may want to help me with this. Okay, so then. Okay, so like I said, by time, surely man is lost. So that like I was saying, there was more time and things. I'm so sorry. It's fine. We have about mm-hmm. one minute left. Okay, I'm going to talk from my heart. I think that's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. So basically, you see, it's very technical. Like once you put the student on the spot, the test, it's like the worst. So mm-hmm. okay, so I'm going to talk from my heart. So basically, what, what Norna Zaghi was saying that, that you need to, at the end of the surah, the Allah talks about four people who won't be lost with time. And these four people are, number one, the person who has iman. So you have Iman, you're making your five times um, daily salah, um, you're believing in Allah, you're believing in the year after the decree, and obviously you know what Allah wants from you, so you use your time in order to do that. Number two, the person who is doing what Allah, what, what, what pleases Allah. Number three, um, the person who supports the truth. So you're in an environment with people who encourage you to do good, um, takes you to the mosque, you know, holds your hand, levity. Um. I think that ties in with when you said the hadith of um, you upon, afraid is upon the deen of his friend. Yes, and then the first person is the person who encourages you to, to, patient, to be patient and you're worth patience. So I think this all ties in because, you know, if you have so much time, time on your hand, you don't know what to do. So you tend to lean to things like movie series and you get attached to these things. So I think these four things is very important in terms of detaching yourself. If it is that you want to detach yourself, you, you seek your iman, you learn about your deen, right? Um, you do what pleases Allah, you support the truth and you encourage people to do good. You encourage the people to be patient, to be patient yourself. And automatically these things will be good and it will make you use your time wisely, inshallah. Shukran so much for that. I want to say a last word. Yes, I like just wanted to say something. We currently going to be having a symposium for Light Upon Light Women's Foundation and it's going to be to prepare ourselves for Ramadan. We're having speakers such as Malna Ali Gouda, Malna Ishad Siddiq, Malna Halil Hendricks, Malna Abdurrahman Khan, Dr. Majib Hussein, and the Mahabba Foundation as well as Hudam al Islam. And basically the symposium is about bringing Darul Naim as well as the DTI. Darul Torah 
So it's about Islamia. to be, so it's about <laughs> like preparing yourself with the light of the Quran and the light of the Sunnah and obviously bringing it together. And I know I have like 30 seconds to do this. So um, to bring it together and just to help us in prayer. So earlier on we mentioned that actually before we go into Ramadan, we need to cleanse our heart so that Ramadan can be like this this um, service for your heart. And then at the end you come out like sparkling and, and shiny like a diamond. So inshallah we aim to do this. It's on the second day. So it's this Sunday at the see at the Century City Convention Center. Inshallah we will leave a few flyers, flyers downstairs so that if the listeners are interested they can always call inshallah. No problem. Shukran so much to Rehana Mali as well as Zakra Adams. And this now brings me to the end of the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh from myself Yasmina. Have a great day further. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.